What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Blurt It Out. It's your host, Tyrant. Today, we got a few things to cover. We got the new One Piece chapter. We got monsters on Netflix. And I'm going to be talking about League of Legends and Power World. Of course, if you haven't read the latest chapter or watched the latest animation on Netflix monsters, please note that there will be spoilers up ahead. We left off last week and the world government basically initiated a buster call. Third time's a charm, we're going in here and we're gonna nuke Egghead. Now, I mentioned last time that Buster Calls aren't really a threat anymore. I mean, in the story sense they are, you know, they carry a certain weight to them. But as readers, we kind of, we, we lose the urgency when it comes to a Buster Call. Because we know the Straw Hats will be fine. We know all the major players are gonna be fine through this Buster Call. Or at least that's what the story has led us to believe. Oda could pull some kind of plot twist, but I don't see it coming around this time. Now we got Kizaru and Saturn saying that they're going to stay behind as everyone else flees. And Dahl seems to be taken aback by that, which is weird because it's not uncommon, I think, for at least the Admirals to be there. Like when you think about Oharo, Aokiji was on the island as it was being blown up. Like he hadn't left until far after. He was alone enough to, to save Robin and look back at the island and the island was completely on fire. So I don't find it as too odd, but maybe just because she's not accustomed to Buster Calls, she hasn't been in for a while, she could just be worried about him. Now, the fact that they're staying behind means that they're trying to be thorough with this, which I think is good because, like I said, Egghead has been showing them a lot of their mistakes. And so if they were to like say, all right, Buster Call and then leave, you know, you would be like, why didn't you follow up? Why didn't you make sure Vegapunk was dead? Why didn't you make sure Straw Hat was dead? Why didn't you make sure Kuma was dead? You left all these loose ends and you're just like, all right, Buster Call will get it. It's almost like they're genre savvy enough to know that they have to stay behind and make sure the job is done. And the way they're doing Egghead really resembles how Ohara went. And you have the parallels between like, you know, you have Clover at O'Hara and then you have Vegapunk here, both looking at their their respective creations. And they're like, man, they're really just going to throw away all this knowledge for the sake of hiding something. And Vegapunk's trying so hard to convince Saturn and Kizaru not to blow up the island. And it's like, one, the call's already been initiated. And two, Saturn doesn't care about anything you're saying. Saturn, in his true form, is a complete monster. He doesn't care about knowledge. He doesn't care about humanity. He cares about staying in power and hiding the secrets that they've been hiding for centuries. And honestly, you would think by now Vegapunk would get that, but I said it before in probably a couple of videos back, Vegapunk is very set in the ideology of science. He doesn't think so much right wrong he doesn't think so much like morality he's thinking about forwarding science so in a way he's almost i would say he's not street smart like clearly saturn isn't going to care about anything you're saying but you're still trying to plead with him to like save egghead 
even knowing what he did to Ohara for doing the exact same thing that's happening here. It's like, no, you researched the wrong thing. We're going to take you out. End of story. And even though I don't really feel the urgence or the despair from the bus crawl, it kind of hit me where Vegapunk was kind of just on his knees looking back at Egghead and it was crumbling to bits like that. That hit me a little bit because I, I do genuinely like Egghead and I like the purpose that it serves for the One Piece world being this mass of technology and knowledge that the world can use to better itself. So part of me does hope that, I don't know, some part of it remains. There is some kind of expulsion where like maybe the egg can close and fly up into space, land on the moon. I don't know, something to happen. I don't want it all to be destroyed. And Vegapunk even mentions that, you know, it'll set humanity back, what, centuries if they destroy this island? Because pretty much all the world's knowledge is collected here now. They already blew up Ahara. So if you want knowledge, this is the place to go. And Vegapunk's the person you talk to. They're trying to eliminate that. And I think that means that the world government is very confident in what they have built upon so far. So they're confident that they don't need Vegapunk. They don't need the technology. They don't need any further advancements. They're like, what, what we have now, we can remain in power and keep everything in secret. So they have, one, a lot of faith in the Lunarian Seraphims. And two, they have a lot of faith in whatever weapon they use to wipe out Lucia, Or at least Emu. And as Vegapunk's pleading to have Siren stop the attack, Siren just casually mentions that the ship that left Egghead the day prior, he sent a warship out to it to destroy it. In uh, another parallel between Ohara, where Sakazuki ended up destroying the survivor ship, uh, they went ahead and tried to destroy the ship leaving Egghead. Now we find out later on that that ship actually didn't get destroyed, and the warship that went out to destroy it actually got destroyed and the people who were leaving are heading back to Egghead. And we'll talk about that mystery towards the end of the discussion, but just something to point out. So everyone starts leaving the island. You know, all the fodder navy are charging back to the ship. People are getting ready to start blowing it up. And just like last time, the people don't care. They're like, all right, if you ain't on the ship, you ain't on the ship. The bombs are setting off in like five minutes. All the while, the Straw Hats are basically making their moves to get off as well. Now, they do separate just a bit, like we have Sanji going to Kuma and Vegapunk trying to get them out of the way because they're dealing with Kizar right now. And then you have Atlas carrying Kuma, going with Bonnie. They're trying to get out as well. Like everyone's trying to get out their own way. Brooke and Lilith are trying to bring the ship back. Brooke actually ended up freezing the, the land ahead of them so they can slide the ship and get it over faster. Now they didn't plan on a brake system, so they're probably just gonna smash into something. And I mean, I, it's consistent how bad they kind of treat the Sunny and how bad they treated the Mary. <laughs> like sliding the Sunny, I, I know it's made of Adam Wood, but sliding it on ice across like a long field cannot be good for it. Like that's gotta be bad for the runner. And we get a pen of the ships who are getting ready to launch the first volley. They basically are worried about the barrier. So they're like, okay, well, we'll just blast through that. Once we blast through the barrier, we can get to the actual stratum. Now, I think 
that's what's going to buy us some time to handle things inside of Egghead. So even if they do start shooting, it's not going to damage anything pertinent until like once pretty much everyone's gone, all the conflicts have been eradicated and everyone's off the island. Now, the pacifistas are also staying this time. And I wonder if that's because they're pretty much invulnerable to the Buster Call. Because in reality, the Buster Call isn't anything special. It's just tons and tons of cannons being shot at an island until it's all on fire. Um, I don't think the pacifistas are really going to be too fire or cannon shots, so they can probably walk through that no problem. And they're kind of aiding and tearing up the island anyway because they're using Kizaru's lasers to pretty much cause explosions on land. So they're doing what the bombs can't do yet because of the barrier. And they're, they're inside, so they're kind of taking care of business on their own. Now, as Atlas and Frankie, Kuma, Bonnie are trying to escape through the hyperspace capsule, Kizaru ends up going up and he goes to stop them with Amano Monokumo, which is one of my favorite Kizaru moves. He has the, the three sacred jewel moves, which I like them all. And he ends up cutting the capsule in half. But like, so he cuts the capsule. He cuts the, the tube they're going through. But he doesn't cut anybody inside. And I don't know if that's on purpose or if he actually like missed. I, I See, I doubt he missed. I feel like he purposely cut through it without hurting anybody. Because there's no way they could react to that in time. And I think it's it's funny because they they mention how fast the capsule is, but then they illustrate that Kizaru is that much faster. So they get cut out of the capsule and they start falling to the ground, and Saturn has the pacifist units all line up and start shooting beams at them while they're stuck in the air. Now Kuma reaches out and grabs Bonnie again. So we, we saw that basically he was on his last leg a couple of chapters back where he couldn't move. But the one thing he will instinctually do every time is protect Bonnie. So when these lasers aim up, he immediately grabs her. And it kind of sucks because if, if he had just a little bit of humanity, of like sentience, he could use his fruit and be out of there. Like he would have no problems at all. But I guess since basically every part of him is dead, he's kind of just stuck to grabbing onto her and taking the hits himself. I am wondering what's going to come into play here because the beams aren't going to hit them. Like we know something's going to stop it, but what's going to stop it? One of the options would be the ship that was mentioned earlier, the one that they were supposed to sink but ended up sinking the warship and coming here. Whoever's on that ship could stop whatever's happening here. But you have to wonder who was on that ship. Because if it was just, if it's a big name, I feel like they wouldn't just send a warship there. Like if it was Dragon or if it was Blackbeard, it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense to be like, all right, you, Vice Admiral Dalmatian, go fight Dragon. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's It's gotta be someone who's not a big name, but maybe they work under a big name. Now, we know that the Blackbeard Pirates were somewhere near Egghead previously, but they would know that that's Blackbeard's ship, so I doubt they would send just one warship to get them. And besides, we know that, one, Vegapunk knew who was leaving the island, and two, they have to be affiliated with Vegapunk in some way. So, Blackbeard Pirates don't make a whole lot of sense because 
not only does Vegapunk know about them, he was shown to be concerned about them. And I doubt he would show concern for Blackbeard or any of his crew. And I doubt Blackbeard's crew would come here and be, you know, civil. Could it be Dragon? Uh, again, unlikely. I feel like that's too big a name. I think it would be maybe the revolutionary leaders or their vice leaders. Could it be the Straw Hat Grand Fleet? Eh. Also doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I mean, again, it has to be someone who had previous ties with Egghead or Vegapunk because they were leaving the island prior. And since it doesn't seem like normal citizens live here, it was definitely somebody who knew about the island, was visiting, and was able to leave. I assume we're going to know next chapter. Now, we could get some feats from, say, Kizaru, from Sanji, but I don't know that... Well, one, I don't know that Sanji would be able to deflect anything. At most, I think he would go up there, try and grab Bonnie and leave, which would leave everyone else to get hit by the, the lasers. To be fair, I think everyone here could tank the lasers except Bonnie, so that wouldn't be the worst thing. But we could also have... See, the idea I like the most, um, but it's not very likely, is that... Kizaru does the same thing that Kuma did back on Zabondi, where the pacifista was about to, to shoot Sanji, Usopp, and Brooke. And then Kuma comes in and is like, don't get in the way, I'll take care of this. And gets rid of the pacifista. Now, if Kizaru is like, you guys don't get in the way, I'll take care of this. Like, that would be dope. And he, like, slashes on the pacifista or something. Now, I like that idea, but the fact that Saturn is here makes it very unlikely and he can't just tell him to stand down because saturn gave him this command so he has the the highest call right now and like in one small panel we do end up seeing luffy again he he has food and it looks like he's at the thing that i was talking about uh previously where it's like he's eating the the synthesized food the machine that can create food, you know, whatever they want. Because I see like a machine behind him and it looks like it has pictures of food and the little slot that puts it out. So I'm pretty sure one, whoever got him food, they got it from this machine. They moved it over to him and then Luffy made his way over to the machine itself. But now that Luffy's stuffed, not only he's full, he can go, he can go gear five if he wants and start wrecking havoc. So that's probably what we're going to see here soon. We're going to see Luffy going gear five, or at least Luffy joining the fight, and we're gonna see whoever's on that ship. Either way, the Buster Call is about to get turned on its head. I don't think it's going to go the way Saturn wants it to go, and the fact that I feel like Egghead won't be completely destroyed by the end of this. And we are not on break, so we'll be seeing that soon. Now, moving on, I did end up catching Monsters on Netflix. Uh, it is just like a, a one episode special, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I, I kind of wanted it to be either longer or multi episodes because, you know, I feel like you could have expounded on some things that would have been nice, but otherwise it was a really cool special. The animation was fine. They had Zoro doing the intro. Love that. And it's cool to see some of the character designs and personalities because you can kind of see the one piece in all of this like there's it feels like there's a lot of referential material which it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be a story 
deeply related to one piece in some way shape or form so you know the similarities will always be there but just like actually seeing it really puts it to light and i mean netflix must really love one piece at this point because they've gone in with live action they have the most recent anime episodes simulcasting they have this special this one shot special they made and then they have the entire series remake like they went full on investing into one piece which is great because we want money in one piece you know we want all that money flooding in namely i want it so we can get some better games well aside from the pirate wars i love the pirate wars games but i want some decent outside one piece games so the more money goes in the more they're gonna try on all the other one piece runs so that's a good thing um if you haven't seen the special i would advise you to go see it like it's it's really cool um i i was going to, to break it down a little bit but i think i'd rather you just watch it that seems more interesting to me and then like i was saying uh, as far as games go so i'm an avid league player i play league probably at least once a day i get a good match in I've been playing League since 2011, 2012. Long time. League is ingrained in my veins. And I'm known for getting a lot of my friends into League and cursing their lives with that. That is the League of Legends. So I I move around, I infect people with League, and then I let them fall deeper and deeper into the despair that is that game. But it's it's so addictive. Like I can't be tired of league i don't know why i could just i could play league for hours and i have played league for hours and it's just it's just fun that being said the end of season league players are terrible people because i played a straight five game series where it was just nonsense there were people who went into a ranked game and they were like yeah i haven't played this gent before i thought i'd try him now there were people who sent everyone top and if you don't know how league works it's pvp so you have 5v5 you have lanes you have a top lane you have a mid lane you have a bot lane you have a jungle different lanes require different people different amounts of people to man them so in a game you're never really going to see everyone in one lane unless you're playing the filth that is a ramp yet in this ranked game all five people were top and it baffles me because at that point you're like okay this team's trolling but they were still kind of trying like they were doing enough to be like okay if you're gonna troll you gotta like you know feed you gotta pretend like oh i don't know how this game works they were playing like they knew how the game worked but they were intentionally trolling it's it, it baffled me ruined the entire experience there were games where people played champs where they should have known how to play and just didn't. They would just do random things. And so I stopped playing ranked. I went to normal games and it was the same thing. Somehow, actually, no, it wasn't even the same thing. It was worse. People were trying so hard in the normal games. And I'm like, I'm here to chill. I just played ranked. I want to just relax a little bit. Nope. And these people aren't like gold. They're not emerald. They're not platinum. They're just bronzies like me trying super hard for no reason 
they still lost, but they made the game really unfun. In fact, I think I won most of these games. I may have lost like one, I want to say, one of the ranked games. But the fact that they were all so unbearable in some way, shape, or form just killed the win. That being said, I will be playing more League today. So we're going to see how that goes. But also, I've been playing Pal World. If you don't know what Pal World is, look it up. Observe all the controversy behind it. And then find yourself locked in it. Because it's a really fun game. Like, I understand that it's very, very similar to Pokemon. But I mean, there are a few games that carry that... That capture mon kind of mentality. You have Pokemon, you have Digimon, you have Yokai Watch. Uh, there was another one that didn't really pop off, but it was still supposed to be pretty good. I forgot the name. But it's, I mean, it's not an uncommon formula. I think the designs are heavily inspired by Pokemon. But to be fair, once you've made a thousand different random creatures designs tend to get a little bit you know repetitive i mean look at pokemon they have a bag of garbage what they have two bags of garbage they have a bag of garbage since evolutionary form which is a bigger bag of garbage so i mean creativity can be lacking sometimes but the game itself is fun like it's got the the survival aspect plus the you know catch them all aspect which is a combination I really didn't know I wanted. And I still don't know if I want because like my Pokemon needing to eat, me needing to eat and like harvest things to have them eat is kind of, it's a lot of work to do it for one person. So when you have you plus the six people you're carrying around and they all need to eat, that kind of, you know, makes it a little detrimental to the game. Now, the game does come with, like, custom sliders, so you can change certain aspects, like how much Pokemon show up, you know, how much they need to eat, how much it takes them to revive. Like, you can adjust the complexity of the game, which is a really nice feature. And, of course, some features aren't there. I'm playing the Xbox Game Pass version, so I can't even change the names of anything. Uh, some buttons don't work the same way. Like, it's... I mean, it's early access. It's not supposed to be a perfect product and it clearly still has work to go before it's you know in a really finished playable state but what they have now is really nice i'm probably gonna play that today too and if you have game pass i would suggest you try it like give it a shot it's on sale on steam right now and i haven't made the jump to purchase it on steam um steam being the better early access version right now but if it gets like solid updates and it doesn't live in early access for millennia, I might actually invest in it. The only thing that's kind of killing it right now is that um, you can't really, well, one, there's no crossplay. So I play on Xbox. I got some friends that play on Steam. We can't play together. We have to have different worlds, different saves, everything. Uh, but you can't like move saves around. It's very like, all right, you're gonna play on this. You're gonna play on this very distinct world only at this point in time. 
you're going to play in this very distinct world at this portion of time only. If this person is non, you got to play in a different world. You can play in your world and invite people. Like it's, I mean, like I said, it's early access. So there's a lot of functionality that isn't there. There's a lot of quality of life that isn't there. And I'm sure they're working on updating that. But if you want to, you know, kind of just jump in, get a feel for it, try it out. It's, I, I was skeptical of it at first. I thought it looked kind of, kind of goofy. But I, I gave it a shot. I mean, I think the thing that makes it fun is playing with other people. If you play it solo, you might not enjoy it as much. I think you should definitely try getting other people to play it with you. And you'll have the most fun from it. But that is going to do it for me today. If you guys try out Pal World, let me know what you think. If you play League, drop your summoner name. Maybe I'll play some games. Note, I'm not great. I am still rusty, even though I've been playing this game continuously for years. I will catch you on the next one. Peace.